Moonwalking with Einstein by Joshua Furr. One sentence summary. Moonwalking with Einstein not only educates you about the history of memory and how its standing has declined over centuries, but also gives you actionable techniques to extend and improve your own. My favorite quote from the author is, If you want to live a memorable life, you have to be the kind of person who remembers to remember. Joshua Furr. When I read How We Learn a little over a week ago, this popped up at the end of it. The title sounded interesting, so here we are. It's safe to say that Joshua Furr has lots of memory credentials. He won the 2006 USA Memory Championship and set a new record for memorizing a deck of cards. One minute and 40 seconds. When he's not memorizing stuff, he works as a freelance writer, writing for the New York Times or the Washington Post, for example. He also has a TED Talk. Here's what I learned from the book summary. 1. The importance of memory has diminished from century to century. 2. Our now horrible memory isn't fixed. 3. Two great techniques to instantly improve your memory are chunking and the memory palace. Let's go! Moonwalking with Einstein. Lesson 1. Memory has become less and less important throughout history. This answers the question, why don't we remember as well today as we used to? We didn't always have the attention span of a goldfish, but today it sure seems that way. Imagine our memory had been so bad once we finally became old enough to pass on knowledge from generation to generation. We wouldn't be here today had the elders not remembered a few important things. Before the invention of scripture, memory artists were today's equivalent of quarterbacks. King Cyrus of Persia was known for knowing all the names of his soldiers, and Socrates mocked writing for making people forgetful. No wonder. Anything that was written before 200 BC had no punctuation, all texts were basically just word strings. If you didn't already know what you were reading, reading was useless. If there's one guy to blame then for the decline of memory, we'd have to point the finger at Johannes Gutenberg. In 1440 he invented the printing press and it was all downhill from there. Once we could store information externally, physically store it anywhere in our house and access it at any time, the need to remember things significantly declined. This tendency has continued ever since and taken a major turn for the worse with the invention of smartphones and globally available internet. Moonwalking with Einstein, Lesson 2 However, our bad memory isn't fixed. This answers the question, what can I do if I have bad memory? However, just because our memory sucks now doesn't mean we can't improve it. You might know that the average number of list items we can store in our short-term memory is 7. This capacity can be extended though, as shown in a study by K. Anders Eriksson and William Chase from 1980. Test subject SF expanded his ability to memorize digits from 7 to 79 through over 230 hours of repeating number sequences to himself a technique also called the phonological loop. Similarly, it was found that chess players have a so-called chess memory. Because they are an expert in their field, they perceive the board differently and focus on the most important parts of it, based on their experience. It's called chess memory because it is limited to chess and won't help them do better on general memory tests. The lesson? Through repetition, practice and becoming an expert in certain fields, you can increase your capacity to remember things. Moonwalking with Einstein, Lesson 3. 
Chunking and the memory palace are two great techniques to instantly improve your memory. This answers the question, what can I do right now to improve my memory? Remembering more is one thing, and you're bound to hit an eventual ceiling there. But recalling better and faster is where it really gets interesting. Two quick examples from the book summary are chunking and the memory palace. Chunking simply means dividing one string of information into several. Can you remember 11172001122419999 just by looking at it once? Well, neither can I. But I can remember two dates in a row. 11-17-2001 and 12-24-1999. Fascinating, right? By creating two chunks of differently formatted information, memorizing a string of seemingly random numbers becomes easy. If you now put these dates into context, it'll be even easier. For example, November 17, 2001 was my friend's 11th birthday, and the second date was Christmas 1999. The memory palace is a technique where you walk along a route you know really well and put memories in certain locations along the way. For example, you could go through your childhood home and place the items from your shopping list on the kitchen table. Then, when you're in the grocery store, all you have to do is mentally enter the kitchen and see what's there. Once you see tomatoes, onions and potatoes on the table, you know what to shop for. You can even have multiple routes for different kinds of memories. My personal takeaways from Moonwalking with Einstein for 2017. As I go back to this book, I think memory becomes more and more important with every year passing by, especially because now the frequency at which the available information doubles has become so fast. So I think in 2013 was the year where we created as much information in the one prior year as humanity had done until that point in time before. So the information we created from basically the year zero to 2012 was as much as we created in 2012 to 2013 alone. And this rate continues to speed up and increase in, in speed. So at one point, we're going to double the world's knowledge within less than a week. And it's impossible to keep up with all of it. But we still try to do it, so what we end up doing is not remembering much at all because we're so busy trying to get in new information, new information, new information. So I think filtering information for what's important in the first place and then using specific techniques to remember those, put those into context and have the important things available to us when we really need them is going to become more and more important and is also what will make you stand out in the future. Because as facts become less and less valuable, because you can just look them up, knowing what's important and having complex ideas and concepts in your head and having those available as the tools of knowledge, so to speak, that is going to make a real difference.